O oh, worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness, let the whole earth stand in awe of him. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done. And we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no health in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Almighty God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who desireth not the death of a sinner, but rather that he may turn from his wickedness and live, hath given power and commandment to his ministers to declare and pronounce to his people, being penitent, the absolution and remission of their sins. He pardoneth and absolveth all those who truly repent and unfeignedly believe his holy gospel. Wherefore, let us beseech him to grant us true repentance and his Holy Spirit, that those things may please him which we do at this present, and that the rest of our life hereafter may be pure and holy, so that at the last we may come to his eternal joy, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 116, page 486. My delight is in the Lord, because he hath heard the voice of my prayer. Because he hath inclined his ear unto me, Therefore will I call upon him as long as I live. Snares of death compassed me round about, and the pains of hell got hold upon me. I found trouble and heaviness, then called I upon the name of the Lord. O Lord, I beseech thee, deliver my soul. Gracious is the Lord and righteous, yea, our God is merciful. The Lord preserveth the simple. I was in misery, and he helped me. Turn again then unto thy rest, O my soul, for the Lord hath rewarded thee. And why? Thou hast delivered my soul from death, mine eyes from tears, and my feet from falling. I will walk before the Lord in the land of the living. I believed, and therefore will I speak, but I was sore troubled. I said in my haste, All men are liars. What reward shall I give unto the Lord for all the benefits that he hath done unto me? I will receive the cup of salvation, and call upon the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows now in the presence of all his people. Right dear in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. 
Behold, O Lord, how that I am thy servant. I am thy servant and the son of thine handmaid. Thou hast broken my bonds in sunder. I will offer to thee the sacrifice of thanksgiving and will call upon the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows unto the Lord in the sight of all his people. In the courts of the Lord's house, even in the midst of thee, O Jerusalem, praise the Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the second chapter of the book of Zephaniah. Gather yourselves together. Yes, gather together, O undesirable nation, before the decree is issued, for the day passes like chaff, before the Lord's fierce anger comes upon you, before the day of the Lord's anger comes upon you. Seek the Lord, all you meek of the earth, who have upheld his justice. Seek righteousness, seek humility. It may be that you will be hidden in the day of the Lord's anger. For Gaza shall be forsaken, and Ashkelon desolate. They shall drive out Ashdod at noonday, and Ekron shall be uprooted. Woe to the inhabitants of the seacoast, the nation of the Carathites! The word of the Lord is against you, O Canaan, land of the Philistines. I will destroy you, so there shall be no inhabitant. The seacoast shall be pastures, with shelters for shepherds and folds for flocks. The coast shall be for the remnant of the house of Judah. They shall feed their flocks there. In the houses of Ashkelon they shall lie down at evening, for the Lord their God will intervene for them and return their captives. I have heard the reproach of Moab and the insults of the people of Ammon, with which they have reproached my people and made arrogant threats against their borders. Therefore, as I live, says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Surely Moab shall be like Sodom, and the people of Ammon like Gomorrah, overrun with weeds and salt pits, and a perpetual desolation. The residue of my people shall plunder them, and the remnant of my people shall possess them. This they shall have for their pride, because they have reproached, and made arrogant threats against the people of the Lord of hosts. The Lord will be awesome to them, for he will reduce to nothing all the gods of the earth. People shall worship him, each one from his place, indeed all the shores of the nations. You Ethiopians also, you shall be slain by my sword. And he will stretch out his hand against the north, destroy Assyria, and make Nineveh a desolation as dry as the wilderness. The herds shall lie down in her midst, every beast of the nation. Both the pelican and the bittern shall lodge on the capitals of her pillars. Their voice shall sing in the windows. Desolation shall be at the threshold, for he will lay bare the cedar work. This is the rejoicing city that dwelt securely, that said in her heart, I am it, and there is none besides me. How has she become a desolation, a place for beasts to lie down? Everyone who passes by her shall hiss and shake his fist. Here endeth the first lesson. Hold up, magnify the Lord. For he hath guarded the loneliness of his hands. He that is fighting 
Yes, God, the crown and the nation of their hearts. Yet put down the money in your Yet fill the hungry with good things and rich me not that He remembered his birth and had hope in the servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Lord, be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, now and forever. Here beginneth the thirteenth chapter of St. Paul's Epistle to the Romans. Let every soul be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and the authorities that exist are appointed by God. Therefore, whoever resists the authority resists the ordinance of God, and those who resist will bring judgment on themselves. For rulers are not a terror to good works, but to evil. Do you want to be unafraid of the authority? Do what is good, and you will have praise from the same. For he is God's minister to you for good. But if you do evil, be afraid. For he does not bear the sword in vain, for he is God's minister, an avenger to execute wrath on him who practices evil. Therefore you must be subject, not only because of wrath, but also for conscience' sake. For because of this you also pay taxes, for they are God's ministers attending continually to this very thing. Render, therefore, to all their due, taxes to whom taxes are due, customs to whom customs, fear to whom fear, honor to whom honor. Here endeth the second lesson. Lord, my eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared me for the face of all people, to provide providence to thy people, Father, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be, world without end. I believe in God, the Father of the heavenly earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. Who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered on the Pontius Pilate, and crucified dead and buried. The third day he rose and lived in the dead. He ascended from the dead, and sitteth on the right of man, God the Father, all the world. From thence he shall come to Jesus from the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins. Resurrection of the body and the life everlasting. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. And the Lord show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save us. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy and bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, make me and us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Life and everlasting God, Lord, always may be 
Mark Holman figure is molten higher and needed higher on those who found upon Mr. Blindness and Warriors. Giving us a good thing and more on the phone. Giving us those good things and perhaps both of the merits of the mediation of Jesus Christ, I saw. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all the apostles, and all those works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace is pure and honest. Our hearts may be said to obey thy commandments, and also to follow thee and to create thee dependent from the prayer of our hands, and pass our time to us with the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Light in our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord. My thy greatness and dependence all perish the kingdom of this land. For love of thy own son, our Savior, the Jesus Christ. Is this better? That seems better. Okay, great. We'll do this. So we're good now, yeah. Ten, um, ten four. Okay, thanks, Deacon Bob. Okay, so in our first lesson here from Zephaniah, so we find ourselves here in this uh, in this book in the final decades of the Southern Kingdom of Judah, in which Zephaniah describes or is, is describing in these chapters this kind of apocalyptic day of the Lord, if you will, which will not only, as we read tonight, will not only affect Israel, but rather will affect the nations of the whole world. So we read here tonight about this transition where he's describing the judgment that's going to come upon Israel, and then he transitions in verse 4 uh, to speak of the judgment that's going to come upon all of the nations. You know, some in Israel thought naively that the coming of the day of the Lord would only bring judgment on the other nations. So those in Israel thought when the day of the Lord arrives, God will bless us, he will oppose and judge our enemies. But this is the common sin of Israel that we see time and time again in the Old Testament. It's also the common sin we see of the Pharisees, and I would argue it's the common sin that we see in the church as well. And that is we forget that our privileged position, our election, if you will, brings with it responsibility. Privilege equals responsibility. So we cannot presume on our status of being the ones who are the insiders, because all of us, both those outside and both inside, will be judged based on our obedience, not merely on what we profess. We are all called to repentance. And then in our second lesson, so Romans chapter 13, Paul is here addressing the nature of the relationship between Christians and civil governments. Now, my personal thought here is that Paul is not intending to give some formal or exhaustive theological treatment on this issue. Rather, I suspect that he has something um, in particular on his mind. The general theology of the New Testament is that governments are given their authority from God to execute or to work in accordance with the good. So that is to reward good and to punish evil. And Paul speaks to that in this passage. 
Though the reality is, is that governments don't always do this. They don't always fulfill this divinely ordained role. And so the question then becomes, is total obedience required of the Christian to the civil authorities in all circumstances? And it would certainly appear from the Bible, especially the New Testament, that the answer to this is no. Um, total obedience to civil authorities is not required in all circumstances. We obey God first and foremost, and if in so doing, then we must disobey civil authority, then so be it, for we must obey God rather than men. And like I said as well, I think Paul has a specific issue in mind here, and that's referenced at the very end of our reading in verse 7, which also is an issue that our Lord addresses in the Gospels, and it appears uh, to have been an often asked question, and that is simply, do Christians need to pay taxes? And both Jesus and Paul say, yeah, yeah, Christians need to pay their taxes. Um, they need, uh, so in, in general here, Paul wants Christians to be good citizens, pay their taxes, to live peaceably with all. But this is because there's a, this is rooted in a new perspective then for the Christian. And that is knowing that this time that we have here passing through on earth is short, one. And then secondly, our true citizenship is in heaven. So we'll continue now with our intercession on page 590 and take a second call to mind those you're praying for. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind, that the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations, and may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands. They may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble, and do thou, the God of pity, administer to them according to their several necessities. For his sake, who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Thanks, everyone. Sorry about that. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Thank you. Thank you. Have a good night, everybody.